Hello, primal beings, and welcome to a new episode of The Primal Journal. Mark and I have been working on primal beings relentlessly since the beginning of our relationship. Our goal is to help people improve their relationship with and understanding of their subconscious to create happier and healthier lives. We are pouring our love and passion into these episodes and truly hope that you will enjoy them. We love hearing from you if you enjoy this podcast or if there's anything else you would like to share with us. You can find us at primalbeings.com or at primal underscore beings on Instagram. It gets better because you can now also have the possibility to join our inner circle on Patreon. We'd like to call this our virtual campfire. It's a place where we sit together with our community, share stories and give you the platform to share yours. This is also the place where you can access exclusive meditations, cooking tips and discounts on upcoming online courses and coaching. You might want to check out our newest Patreon exclusive, The Tastes of Winter, a blog post about how the winter season influences our cravings, including tips on how to improve your hot chocolate and a recipe for a sticky ginger orange cake, perfect for the season. You can find Primal Beings at Patreon or click on the link found on the website, primalbeings.com. Without further ado, I would like to welcome all of you to this episode of The Primal Journal. In today's episode, Mark will share about how our loneliness is an embodied experience and how to start the fight against that feeling. If you want to read along, the blog can be found on the website primalbeings.com as The Reality of Loneliness, Pitfalls and Pathways. Let's begin. If you haven't read or heard the blog Embodied Experience and Objective Reality yet, please do so first. The following will make little sense otherwise. The days are getting shorter and darker while I'm writing this. The weather has been shit for days, with storm warnings alternating with rain and cold. Sometimes they don't even alternate. Everyone tries to stay inside as much as possible and I can't blame them. This simple fact also means that this is the time of isolation. People don't just stay inside but also more often choose not to go out and be social. Especially with the holidays in front of us where we all need to be social, but that's a topic for later. Loneliness is an uncommon subject to talk about, but in these times one of the most important when we want to take our primal being into account. Humans need social contact, we are very social beings, and without the society we would crumble. At the same time we see more and more people struggling with that feeling of loneliness. The strange thing about loneliness has to be that in an objective reality it doesn't really exist. Don't get me wrong before you run away. Loneliness is definitely real, but objectively not quantifiable. When we need to decide when someone is lonely, we can't name the number of people someone needs as a minimum. Is one interaction a day enough? One person? Three? Ten? A hundred? While some people thrive on a lesser amount of interactions per day, some need more. The introvert-extrovert scale we all know. At the same time, the feeling of loneliness can show up surrounded by a hundred people, whereas others feel no loneliness, even if encountering no one for weeks. The only way we can know when someone is lonely is by feeling it. There are a lot of effects on the body when you feel lonely. Your immune system changes, for example. That we can measure. But it only gives us an insight into the effects, not the cause. It is highly important not to gloss over those effects. Babies can die when ignored for too long. 
Loneliness increases the chances of many cancers and let's not get into the indirect consequences of loneliness, such as problems with mental health and alcohol. All this makes it very much a real thing. If you read or listened to the previous blog, this is exactly what was meant with realities not always matching. The feeling of loneliness is unfortunately exactly that, a feeling. And there's such a very important truth in our personal embodied experience. A truth we don't like to shine a light on. Because we all know what it feels like to be lonely. We recognize it in others and feel sorry for those that feel it. So what lessons can we draw from that simple recognition? First off, you can't think away loneliness. The reason we write about loneliness is to emphasize the need to accept the voice of the primal being here. The feeling is true for you, no matter how hard you fight it, think about it or try to downplay it. There is no intellectual way to think yourself out of loneliness. An embodied experience can only be fought by embodying the solution. Secondly, quality over quantity matters. We can't name a number of random interactions with people to fight loneliness, because those numbers and contexts really don't matter. Only a single truly meaningful interaction can drive away the feeling of loneliness for days or weeks. This makes it highly important for interactions to be meaningful. If they aren't, these moments may actually intensify the feeling of loneliness. An empty conversation at a bar may do more harm than actually being alone. Third, lonely people stay away from others. Nothing hurts more than trying to find a connection and failing miserably, or worse, getting pity. It may sound counterintuitive, but the truth is that lonely people often keep themselves more isolated to prevent the feeling from worsening, starting a negative spiral. All of this is not to say there are no solutions, but it is important to realize these major three pitfalls before starting to fight loneliness, either for yourself or by helping someone else out. Here are our six best tips to put the above into practice and change the outcome. Be honest and open. A real meaningful connection cannot be made if you're closed off. The danger of rejection is real, but staying lonely to be safe is also a useless argument. The danger of rejection is easily outweighed by the long-term dangers loneliness brings. At the same time, it's important to also be honest with yourself. What are you really looking for in a connection? If you're looking for a connection over games, a dance club might not be the best place to start. Become comfortable in silence. Many people use connections to drown out the discomfort they feel when they are left alone with their own thoughts. When loneliness is a lack of meaningful connections, maybe make one with someone who is always there for you, at least as a start. Being your own best friend and being comfortable with your own presence really helps fight off a lot of the loneliness. Don't compare. You can't often see how meaningful a connection is from the outside. People who connect with a thousand people can still feel lonely. And a lot of famous people do exactly feel lonely because there's no connection in these interactions. When only one true connection can make all the difference, looking at others having hundreds of interactions is comparing apples to oranges. So simply don't. You never know what single connection can make the difference today. It might be a dog on the metro. Move and get out or outside. Making a meaningful connection isn't always limited to speaking. When loneliness is embodied, the solution also should be. Moving together can be just as effective, or running errands together, or sometimes just sitting around. 
Oftentimes simply being in the presence of someone or something can be enough to break that feeling of loneliness. And that someone or something doesn't even have to be human. Nature always has a way of creeping up on you when you least expect it. Dogs and cats can be great company. And the most connected to life I felt in a long time was alone on a mountain watching the wild waters pass by. Quick side note, never adopt any animal just to fill a void. They are living beings and deserve respect. Make new connections. When the current objective reality doesn't fit anymore, why not change it? If you have no one around to make a meaningful connection with, why not find someone? Through hobbies you are passionate about, you can often meet people with the same passion. Don't have a hobby yet? Get one. Take care of yourself. If everything else fails, at least take this one tip. When you feel better, either by moving, sleeping, showering or eating, you can take on more of the challenges this world has to offer. Fight loneliness one step at a time. First make sure you feel good enough to get out into the world again. It might not be today or tomorrow, but the time will come when you feel better in your own skin again. When all else feels too far away, start with getting there. And if that doesn't work, consider therapy. There's no shame in getting help when you need it. That is the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode on Tuesday, December 5th. On this day, we will launch not one, but two episodes for you to listen to. In the meantime, check out our previous episodes if you haven't already. On our website, primalbeings.com, you can also find recipes, book reviews, and more about our online coaching options. We especially would like to invite you to join our virtual campfire at Patreon, where we share exclusive discounts and content like meditations, give previews of almost everything we do, and of course, give you a peek behind the scenes. You might want to check out our newest Patreon exclusive, The Tastes of Winter, a blog post about how the winter season influences our cravings, including tips on how to improve your hot chocolate and a recipe for a sticky ginger orange cake. Thank you again for listening to today's episode. We truly hope that you find your way through any loneliness that you might experience. Stay curious, stay connected, and until next time.